is time for another episode of the Tan and J-Man show. The J-Man is back this week after he watched his line. I beat a terrible, terrible Minnesota team. Uh, but uh, I am back. Thanks to Biggie, Eric Lee, for filling in uh, for me. He does, an, uh, does a very admirable job. Admirable job. Uh, so thank you, Big E. How you doing out there, T-Dog? Doing good, J-Man. Boilers are back in the number one slot. So yes, I, I don't have much to complain. Only Big Ten team ranked, which we'll, we'll get in discussion about oh. that here in a bit. <laughs> uh, but doing well, doing well for a, a Monday. That is uh, January 23rd. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is your last uh, show as a 30-year-old, isn't it? Yeah, 31 doesn't hit as uh no. hit as different as uh, 30 does. I kind of forgot it was. Huh, my birthday's Thursday. Huh? <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll be sure to hit up Crumble Cookie for my free cookie. You bet bet your bottom dollar. Does is. Illinois play Thursday? No. They no. play Tuesday, Tuesday and Saturday. Saturday week, I believe. Yep. Well, at least they can't ruin your birthday. They'll find a way somehow. <laughs> Terrence Shannon will blow out his knee or uh, somebody will just quit. Quit the program. Or something will happen with the Dolphins. You know, something, something bad's gonna happen. It usually does. Maybe the Cubs. Maybe yeah. My, my the greatest birthday ever was uh, well back to back birthdays. They've played really well. On my birthday, they beat a number thirteenth ranked Maryland team when Illinois was trash. Io's freshman year. The next year, they go into Michigan and Io hits a buzzer beater against uh, against Michigan. So uh, it's uh, been pretty pretty good on my birthday here the past uh, few years. I don't remember what happened last year. Oh. Um, that weekend I went to the Illinois Northwestern game and they found a way to get it done. So, uh, I remember a little, yeah. little bit of a streak, uh, around my birthday. Well, hopefully whatever happens is positive for you and you keep it going. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, see. well I got some birdie or bogey here for you tonight. Let's see if you can take a one stroke lead or get it wrong and join me in the two over par club. <laughs> I gotta be careful how I word this so I don't give it away. Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. he's pretty good. Um, Not too shabby. He's about to start his fifth conference championship game. That ties in with Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. But there are five guys who have started more conference championship games since the more. AFL merger in 1970. Name five. four. Name four for a birdie. Or no, five for a birdie. Four for a par. Five guys who have started more than five five conference championship yes. games. Yes, five Manning guys. and Rodgers started exactly five, which Mahomes tied. Manning's, Manning was only in five. Huh? Only five. No, and he went to how many Super Bowls? Four. Mm-hmm. So he had a pretty good success rate once he got there. But yep. Uh, Birdie Buggies brought to you by Arlington Public House. I don't have the thing pulled up here, but it's a great restaurant in Rochester, Indiana. I think you say. Uh, Big town food in a small town or something. Yes, like I'm going to pull up what they got as their special tonight. Or their special today and tonight looked like it was a prime rib sandwich. Oh, I love that. Delicious, so juicy sandwich. prime rib topped with caramelized onions, provolone cheese, banana peppers, horseradish cream sauce, and a cup of au jus for 20 bucks. I love all that stuff. So, I mean, over the weekend, they had lemon rosemary chicken. Oh, uh, what else did they have this past week? A California avocado burger, uh, seared scallop tacos last week. Those those are just a few things. Uh, Taco Tuesday is tomorrow night, I'm assuming. I know last week they had Taco Tuesday, which was $3 tacos, $5 margaritas. Um, Arlington Public House is open during the week, uh, or Monday through Thursday, I should say, 4 to 9. And then they are open later on Friday and Saturday. So those are just a few things you can get there. Tell you what, after hearing uh, hearing the specials tonight, I don't think much Chipotle is going to taste nearly as good uh, after the show. I had a frozen Zaw uh, before the show, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have some Arlington Public House food than, than the frozen Zaw. Real quick, top five frozen pizzas. Freshetta number one. What is it? Freshetta? Never even had it. But I didn't have it. I had DiGiorno tonight. Can't go wrong with DiGiorno. DiGiorno's not choice. too bad. I used to be a big Jax guy. I hated Jax. Something about Jax. Jax in a while, though. Uh, what else? What else is there? Um, I love myself a Tombstone every Tombstone's once in a while. Tombstone's not bad. Tony's isn't too bad. They all kind of, like Jax and the Tony's, yeah. they all kind of taste the same. Cheap. 
But uh, uh, I've been on a, a screaming Sicilian kick here recently. Okay. Which is pretty good. They got some pretty good, good pepperoni. They got like a pepperoni extreme pepperoni or like yes. something like a pepperoni explosion. But yeah, yeah Freshetta is good. It's it's I like their pepperoni uh, pizza, the rising crust pizza. Mm. That's pretty good. It's kind of fluffy crust. It's it's pretty good for a frozen pizza too. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm still pretty big in the in the frozen frozen pizza game. Once a week. Yeah, yeah, about <laughs> once a week or once every other week. And tonight was the fiance's call. She said, "Let's just do huh? frozen pizza." I said, "Which I wish, one, uh, for Shadow or DiGiorno?" She said, "Let's do DiGiorno." Like, okay. Yeah, I wish my uh, fiance would be like, "Let's have a frozen pizza tonight," uh, but she, uh, <laughs> I can guarantee you, that will never happen. All right, so. all right. You're not, lucky not, man. Not, not a frozen za <laughs> fan, huh? She's no. not. She's Which not. she gets on me for saying za. I'm like, hey, you just don't, it, don't it, hang it, around Josh and I know. If- I, I, I was gonna say it's. I'll be quite frank. It's the d bag way to do it, and that's <laughs> and and that's what we're known for. So uh, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> very true. It, it was. I think it was Spence or somebody on the. Maybe it was Doug on Kenny Queen said za one time. I think that's where we got it. Yeah. Is that where you got it from? You start. You said it first, and then I kind of just. I, I I think it was. Piggyback off of it. So uh, good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) Good stuff. But anyways, go get some food at Arlington Public House. Open Monday through Saturdays in Rochester, Indiana. What do you want to start off tonight with, J-Man? Should we educate ourselves? Should we talk about our last seven bold predictions of the 23 bold predictions for 2023? What you feeling? Uh, I have on this day pulled up unless you want to do it. If you have it pulled up, I'll let you do it. I will pull up the banner. Beautiful. Um, On this day in... On this day in... uh, 1950, the NFL rule change... The NFL rule change is open way for two-platoon system, offense and defense. I wonder if that means they can play both ways. It doesn't specify, but uh, it seems like that that would mean... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on this day in 1953, the NFL Dallas Texans become the Baltimore Colts. Dallas Texans became the Colts. Okay. And then yeah. I know there was a Texans team that became the Chiefs later on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also on this day in 53, NFL's National and American Conference become Eastern and Western Conference. So uh, they used to be East and West back in the day. On this day in 1959, who won the ninth NBA All-Star Game MVP? 59. I know George Mikan won some in the in the 60s. Uh, 59. Jeez, who played in the 50s? Um, I'll, I'll even give you a hint. They're, they were first co-winners of this MVP award, so there's two guys, both Hall of Famers. I figure they're... Bob Cousy and Jerry West? Elgin Baylor and Bob Pettit. Ah, Pettit was a uh, on the on this day last week. Was he? Mm-hmm. On this day in nineteen, let's see, nineteen nineteen seventy eight. Who won the NFL Pro Bowl MVP? Seventy eight. Uh, gosh, man, I'm blanking on people who played. Let's go Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw. I don't know. Walter Payton, although mm. it makes me never want to use this side again because I spelled Payton's last name wrong. They spelled he, it like Peyton Manning more than they did Sean Payton. You know, he came to my mind, but I was like, yeah, he was more 80s, but nah, that would make sense. Yeah. Darn it. Should have just blurred it out. Uh, on this day in 1983, the Mud Bowl. I've never heard of the Mud Bowl. Miami Dolphins beat the New York Jets 14-0 in the AFC Championship game on a wet, muddy field, which negated the Jets' significant speed and skill advantage. So you're telling me you've never heard of the Mud Bowl and it involved your favorite team? Never heard of the Mud Bowl. Probably because they got waxed by the uh, Washington Redskins in the uh, Super Bowl that year. That's probably I've heard, of, I've heard, of. heard of the Fog Bowl and the Snow yeah. Bowl. The Ice Bowl. Ice Bowl, that's what I was thinking about. Snow Bowl, oh, Ice Bowl. Yeah. yeah. On this day in 1984, Hulk Hogan defeats the Iron Sheik to win his first World Wrestling Federation title. First of many, um, I think he would go on to win it eight times, I want to say. Maybe six, but each time he won, he, he held it forever. So, what you going to do, brother? <laughs> on this day in 1998, listen to this stat. 
Michael Jordan scored in double figures for his 800th consecutive game. Uh, he, he added 40 more double figure scoring games to set his NBA record before retiring for the second time. I don't think that'll ever be broken. Like, how That's does he absurd. not just have like a real off night and get in foul trouble and score like yeah. nine one night? Or, or, or they're, yeah, have a bad night. They're getting killed or something. They decide to sit him in the second half or roll an ankle halfway through the game or something yeah. or first me, quarter. 840 consecutive games in double figures. That is absurd. I'd never heard that one before. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. On this day in 2000, Quad City's own Don Nelson becomes sixth coach in NBA history to win 900 career games. It was a good one. Never what? won a title, though, did he? I do not think so. As a coach, at least? Um. Yeah, I don't think so. On this day in 2015, Golden State guard Clay Thompson scored the most NBA points in a quarter when he scored 37, and he hit nine three-pointers in that quarter, which is also the most in NBA history in a quarter in a Warriors 126-101 win over Sacramento Kings. I remember seeing highlights of that game. Yeah, me too. It was, it was obviously one of the late ones, like a 10 o'clock start time, Eastern time. Sure. Uh, on this day in 2018, LeBron James becomes the seventh youngest player to reach 30,000 points. He's 33 years and 34 days. He's a good one, too. On this day last year, maybe the greatest playoff game ever played, definitely the greatest divisional game ever played, uh, where the Buffalo Bills lost to the Kansas City Chiefs 42-36, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth in the final minute um, of regulation where the Chiefs had 13 seconds. Somehow they had all three timeouts left. I still don't understand how that happened. Uh, and they were able to get in field goal range to tie it and then won in overtime. But, uh, yeah, that is going to do it for Yep, on the Bills uh, didn't get a chance. Nope, mm, they didn't. And then they got killed yesterday to not even make up for it. So, Which we will we will talk about here in a little bit. But uh, first, the On This Day segment, like it is every week, is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana Grassroots. They provide 100% hand-cut custom designs fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and Facebook. And if you let them know that the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. Well... We have 16 of our 23 bowl predictions for 2023 down. Let's rattle off our final seven. And I don't know about you, but I struggled coming up with seven. Oh boy. Was it rough? It was, I threw some interesting ones out there for sure. Uh, (laughs) Uh, These are ones that are like almost so absurd that they're going to be wrong, but I just, I had to come up with something. Well, at least you don't already have one wrong. Like I do with the Jim Harbaugh Um, one. I do have one wrong. The Sean already... McVay will be on TV oh, next yeah. season. Uh, so, uh, but other other than that, I think I'm still alive in pretty much everything. I'm not feeling too good about my Brady and Rogers retiring ones, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'll let you go first with your first one. I think I had this on last year's um, one. Eh, maybe it was two years ago. Uh, there will be a first time time MVP winner in both the American League and National League. I think uh, Vladdy Jr. will win it for the first time in the American League and National League. I keep picking Ronald Acuna Jr., but it's going to happen eventually, and I think this is the year. And you picked Vlad last year, so yeah. I, I do remember that. So Yeah, yeah might and as well I stick think, to it until it happens. And there was a first-time winner. Aaron Judge won in the American right. League. I don't remember who even won in the National League. That no, was Bryce Harper. He's mm. he's won uh, he's won before a couple times. My first one's pretty bold because it's never happened before. The Denver Nuggets will win the Western Conference. Mm. They're sitting at they're sitting number one right now. We'll see if they can sustain it. I don't know. They got to stay healthy. Um, Yeah, they and trade deadlines coming up here too next month, so they should be able to. I I don't even know. I haven't really followed the NBA to be honest. I haven't watched uh, much. I I don't really know uh, what they need. Obviously, they have one of the best players in the league uh, and. I almost called him Luka Doncic. He plays in the different uh, Western Conference, but uh, yes. Nikola Jokic, and then um, some other obviously really good pieces. But you can see that. Yeah, Murray being healthy has helped them tremendously. Yes. This year, so. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State will miss the NCAA tourney for the first time since 1997. Man, I hope you're right on that one. Me too. Me too. 
Um, they're trending right now in that like eight, nine, ten seed range. A lot of season left. But, There's a uh, lot of season left. They've lost some home games. Northwestern obviously losing Purdue's not uh, not a bad loss whatsoever, but losing at home to Northwestern is. Um, and they bounced back and beat Rutgers, but then they got waxed pretty good by uh, Indiana uh, yesterday. There's not too many teams in the Big Ten that aren't trending to 8, 9, 10, 11 seed right. right now. Right. Uh, my next one also involves the Denver Nuggets again. Nikolai uh, Jokic will become the three-time reigning MVP award winner. That would be shocking because I, I think it's going to go Luca. Yeah. Uh, as think... right. Or uh, Jason Tatum, maybe. But yeah, I, he's cool. putting up good stats. But uh, for whatever reason, the NBA just doesn't want to market the guy. I don't really understand it. Um, I mean, I don't know many guys in any league who have won back to back MVPs and they just don't really put them on any promotional posters, commercials, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why that is. If it's the way he looks or plays or whatever, I just I don't know if they don't think he's he's hilarious too. Yeah. Um I mean him and Luca, I enjoy watching the way they play basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the Europe way um is is starting to take yeah. over a little it's bit fun. and uh it's making it more a lot more fun to watch mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, no Big 10 coaches will be fired at the end of the season once again. Uh, last year, obviously, there was a coaching change at Maryland, but Mark Turgeon left in November or whatever it was last year. Um, as for candidates to get fired, you look around the conference, um, maybe Hoiberg, they're better than they were. Um, Chris Collins, they could absolutely implode, which it feels like it's starting. Uh, I, guards... could see, I could see Chris Collins fitting in Notre Dame if they want to go down that route. Could see that absolutely. Um, Fran's not going anywhere. Underwood's not going anywhere. Painter's not going anywhere. Woodson's not going. Anywhere. Izzo Howard might leave on his own. Guard's position. not going anywhere. Guard's not going anywhere. Pykel's definitely not going anywhere. I don't think Johnson's um, as, as going far anywhere. as fired. Not yet. Uh, no, I I don't think so either. After just two years, they're bad. But uh, may it, it could be a three and done if they don't show at least progress well, next year. Watch for Shrewsbury to get some interest from Georgetown if that job does come open, which it should. Is Georgetown a better job than nationally? It is. It tra- traditionally for sure. I mean, sure. you could get better recruits probably um, there than you do at Penn State, and you're not. Fair. You don't have to fight with football. You're never going to be a basketball school at right. Penn State. Georgetown, you don't have football. And so. yeah, the DC area is loaded with yeah. talent too. The DMV. I mean, they got to get rid of Virginia. Patrick Ewing. They got to get rid of Patrick. Yeah. Ewing. Uh, did you see that clip of him not even coaching? Like his assistant was coaching in the huddle, and and Ewing had like his arms arms around the guys as uh, an assistant's drawing up a final play down three with six seconds left or whatever against <laughs> Villanova. Um, the only reason why he's probably for one, that's why you never hire a legend. You can't hire a shouldn't do it ever. Um, and the only thing that's saving him is in a miraculous COVID, uh, Big East tournament, Big East. Is that yeah, they're in the Big East, uh, Big East tourney run back in, yep. uh, 2021. So mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. You're hundred percent correct. My next one, I went a little Indy 500 here, Josh. Ooh. Joseph Newgarden will win the Indy 500. Can't tell you if that's bold or not, but, uh, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Uh, Sean Payton will decide that TV is better than any of the job openings. I would think we'll find out by the end of this week. Probably. I saw he's interviewing in Arizona this week. He's interviewing for second time in Denver on Wednesday. If Denver really wants him, they better not let him get to Arizona on Thursday. Yeah. Um, it's, he was it's in Carolina gonna, today. It's going to take a first-round pick. It, it, it'll it be interesting because you look at the jobs open. Carolina's not that desirable, I wouldn't say. Um who else is open besides Denver, Arizona, Carolina? Colts, Houston, but, but he's Houston's not interviewing not, the Colts. Yeah, Houston's not that desirable, although they do have a top five pick. Um, and a, I, th- I think a budding star, a couple uh, stars coming up on defense. Uh, Colts isn't that desirable, though they do have a top five pick. The problem with going to Arizona or Denver is you're saddled with a quarterback, and if right. you don't really like the quarterback, then right. what right. do you do? But, it, it's going to depend on what. If he goes to one of these teams, which team the Saints wants to trade with? Because if he goes to Carolina, the Saints are probably going to ask for two first rounders because yeah, they're in their division. True. If he goes to Denver, Arizona, it's probably a first and a third and some money is kind of what mm-hmm. it sounds like. But there's so many conflicting reports. There's reports out there that Sean Payton is making his own trade, pretty much deciding 
what the Saints are going to get in return for him. And then there's I there's so many different reports out there. I don't know what yeah. to believe, but I, I really think I think the Broncos. I think it's going to come down to Sean Payton or Dan Quinn. I'd be surprised at this point if it's not one of those two. Penn State will win the Big Ten East. Everybody wants to talk about Michigan and Ohio State. I think Penn State's going to be preseason ranked in top ten as well. And um, I don't know, just kind of feeling somebody different. I like it. I'm sick of uh, Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, The Bears will stand pat in the NFL draft and pick that number one overall pick and not uh, trade out and be a defensive player should. Go get Carter from Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, though. I They can get a lot for that. Yeah. They they should trade out, but who knows? The XFL, which restarts here soon uh, for about the 100th time, actually a third time, but it will last more than one season. Your love for Dwayne The Rock Johnson knows no bounds. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, and... I don't know. I, I feel like the last time it would have lasted more than one season if it wasn't for COVID. It was real bad time. Um, but it still wasn't doing that great. And the first time was just a awful timing to try when he when he tried that. So Yeah. I uh at least Dwayne Rock Johnson's running instead of Vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So that that is true. I have a real hard time watching football in March. I know. You know, March and April. I, I will say I will give the XFL more of a chance than the USFL that's mm-hmm. still going on. Unless the USFL turns into a developmental league, I think it could last where they're not trying to make money, but they're not going to make any money. Well, well, I'm hoping that's kind of what the XFL does eventually, because Dwayne's got a good relationship with the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, he. You know, he was at Super Bowl last year. He kicked off the Super Bowl stuff when it was in L.A. So I'm hoping maybe they can work some kind of developmental feeder system eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll see, though. You remember old uh, NFL Europe back in the day? Oh, yeah. Kurt Warner kind of, cut yeah, his teeth yeah, over there. Good point. Good point. No? Uh, Boston Celtics will win the NBA championship for the first time since 08. I could see that. Mm-hmm. They're one seed. It's, it's not that bold, but. I mean, they, they were in the There's a lot of season left, year, though. So. A lot of season lot left. Of season. Crazy stuff can happen in the playoffs. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, this one I've been holding off on. I didn't want to do it. But I decided I needed to make another bowl roll. I had two left to make. And my dad actually did it for one of his bold ones last week. So, I'm not going to be scared anymore, and I'm going to do it. Purdue <laughs> will make the final four. There you go. Now, I probably it. jinxed them. Book <laughs> it. Probably jinxed. I'm not booking nothing. I say that for you. <laughs> uh Deion Sanders will severely break a recruiting rule and uh be forced to resign. I will say it's interesting to follow that program it's, right now because they are getting some crazy guys to flip and, and, yeah. and transfer and some NIL stuff. It but it's supposed he's got some strict rules, like there's certain things if you mm. do once you're gone. But I'm just gonna be fascinated to see how it what the results on the field are look like. Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be entertaining either way you look at it if they're good it's going to be entertaining if they're bad it's going to be real even more entertaining but i mean you know i'm thinking seven or five eight and four is a heck of a season next year if they can do that after winning like 10 games the last four years combined or whatever it was and he said the goal is to go undefeated so it should be the goal which which is uh, yeah a good mindset i guess but but yeah i'm like (laughs) we will we will see we will see yeah my final one You had to do it. The Seattle Supersonics are going to be announced coming back to the NBA. You know what? I I guess that's not technically an expansion team because I'm going to say if you get that right, I'd get my uh, expansion right. Oh, I'm caught. It would would probably be an expansion. Yeah, it's like the Browns when they came back to Cleveland. Yeah, good point. Yep, Sonics, baby. I'm rooting for you. See, I don't don't watch a lot of NBA, but if Sonics come back, all on board again. That's That's what it's going to take. Sean Kemp, head coach, GM, player. The ring man, the glove. Get the ring man in the glove. Gary Payton coming back. Detlef De- Shrimp. Detlef Shrimp. Detlef yeah. Shrimp. Ray, Ray Allen can be the shooting coach. Rashad mm-hmm. Leonard. Rashad Lewis. Rashad, yeah, Lewis. Rashad Lewis. Lewis. Forgot about him. Kev, Kevin Durant can come back. His career can come full circle. Hey, Russell Westbrook was drafted by the Sonics. Yeah, I don't Never played a game there, though. They, yeah, they moved say. it like a week later. Yeah, Durant actually played a full season there. Yes, he did. Nick Collison, 
He was a Sonic in the Thunder a Forever. Long time. Yeah, long time. <laughs> they were awful towards the end. The <laughs> they really were. They were not good. But yeah, so you you started, right? So we're we're done I'm with done. those. Yep. We will see how badly we bomb on our 23 bull predictions for 2023. Got a handful right last year. I probably get a handful right this year. It's um, fun. It's fun to do every it is. year. It's it is. I I don't know how I'm going to have 24 next year. I'm already uh <laughs> Already sweating. It well, well if this one doesn't happen away. this year, I'm gonna try to guess it next year. Gonna try to guess <laughs> this one next year. I mean, I've I've put Rory on my bold predictions about every year we've done it. So well, and I really wanted to make some NFL ones, but they were all postseason related, and I don't like when we get right. to the year and we don't know, don't know if if it's gonna happen or not. Still, we have to wait. Yeah. So I I really wanted to put like Joe Burrow will win MVP or stuff like that i wanted to put that trevor lawrence was gonna lead the league in passing next year or or i almost said that the jaguars win the afc but Mm. i still think that's maybe a little too bold but i do i seriously think within the next three years so not counting this year so either 24 25 or 26 i think they'll make the super bowl i just have a weird feeling weird feeling weird feeling but like your good friend cameron screen said in our group text it's a lot of good quarterbacks in the afc i mean you got Mahomes, Burrow, Allen. Um, Allen regressed this year. Herbert, even though they didn't make the well, they did make the playoffs. They just choked his way to the Jaguars. Uh, Tua. I mean, you got a lot of young, young good quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, the uh, AFC is dominating the quarterbacks right now. You you look at, I mean, look at the guys left. I mean, Jalen Hurts is good. He's got a seventh round pick, Josh Purdy. That's probably a a, a product of the system there, but I guess that's what they said about Tom Brady too. Um, Dak's not great. Uh, Kirk Cousins can't get it done. Kirk's bad. Um, Rogers is done. Daniel Brady's Jones. Done. We'll see. Daniel Jones is probably a product of Brian Dable that he can run. Jared Goff had um, a good year this year. Goff had a good year. Justin Fields is a runner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, the NFC quarterback situation is not that great. Carolina doesn't have a guy. Atlanta, Atlanta doesn't, doesn't have a guy. Have New Orleans doesn't have a guy. Seattle doesn't have a guy. Tampa Bay's not going to have a guy. Tampa Bay's not going to have a guy. In my opinion. I agree with you. I, I want to pick your brain on that, though, real quick, before we okay. get into the NFL. So Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers both mm-hmm. could retire. Uh, I was rumored today by Schefter that Green Bay's looking to trade Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Probably more serious now than ever. You know, Denver sniffed around, tried to get him last year, even tried to get him the year before in the 2021 NFL draft. Both didn't come to fruition. Uh, but Schefter's reporting that it could happen this year, not the Denver, but it could happen this year where he gets shipped off somewhere else. He uh, mentioned the Raiders and the Jets, those two possible landing locations. And then when it comes to Tom Brady, teammates were getting the sense that he wants to come back for another year, but not necessarily in Tampa. Yeah, uh, I think <clears throat> the most likely scenario for Rodgers is the Jets. That's the team at least I've heard the most. He's going to um, follow his mentor, Brett Favre, isn't he? <laughs> he's then gonna he's gonna go, go to the Vikings. He's gonna go to Minnesota. <laughs> um, Brady's been mentioned Niners because he's from there and he grew up a big Niners. That would fan. be interesting with because with uh, their quarterback situation right now. Yeah, uh, I I'm not completely sold on Brock Purdy. I know he's winning games, but again, great. I mean, he has Debo McCaffrey, great defense. Didn't look great yesterday. Hasn't looked great in a few weeks. Um, Raiders have Trey also Lance been mentioned. too, though. They got Trey Lance, and I know you know he's never really yeah. been getting a chance because he got hurt. Yeah, and then the chances he got, he wasn't great, although it was just a game in a quarter or so. But uh, And then also the Raiders for Brady is one right. team back up that's, with McDaniels there. Um, they'll have Devontae Adams. It's, it's Vegas. And obviously Miami's going to be mentioned. Brady's it seems like he's wanted to play for Miami for years now. Has a house there. He's close with Stephen Ross, a couple of those guys. Michigan man. So, that Probably the Michigan connection. Um, so dolphins always be mentioned, uh, Chris Greer, their GM has come out and said, I can't put it any more clearly to is our quarterback. Now that means nothing until the season starts, to be honest. So a lot, a lot of time till then, a lot of time till the, uh, league's new year starts, which will be in March sometime. Um, but, uh, I would, I would, I expect them both back. Um, I expect one of them Vegas, just, just my luck. Maybe Rogers with Devonte again. Um, that would just suck. Uh, Rogers was so close to getting him twice, and then have to face him two times. Each. Which which one would you prefer there, Brady? I I would too. I I think I, I, I think Rogers is more Rogers. left in the tank. 
Yeah, I fear Aaron Rodgers a lot more than I do Tom yep. Brady anymore. Me too. So. Me too. And Brady's historically struggled in Denver. So yes, which well, Rodgers didn't play well last time he played, but they play there so sparingly. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, I I don't feel good about my two bold predictions of both those guys retiring anymore. But we'll see. A lot can happen. Yeah, Rodgers has been holding the Packers hostage for years now. He's such yeah. a diva. He is the yep. biggest diva quarterback. It's disgusting. It'd be interesting for them if if he if they do get rid of him, if they're like, all right, keys are yours, Jordan Love. Or if they go try to get somebody, say, you know, Jimmy G, or if if, if, if he goes to San, if Brady goes to San Fran, Trey Lance, if he becomes available, or, or yeah. who knows who's going to be available. I mean, technically, Lamar could be, even though the Ravens are going to at least franchise tag him, so that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think Lamar will be leaving. Yeah, um, he, he, he could hold out, though. If he, Would you uh, give him that much tag. money if you're the Ravens? No. I wouldn't either. Well, I mean, he's, I he's, he's won an MVP. But but then you look around the league at all the terrible contracts. Tannehill got a couple hundred million dollar deals. Uh, Dak Prescott's on a hundred million dollar deal. He Dak's a guy that didn't deserve it. Like you you, you look at the Russell Wilson one and uh, it looks terrible now. But at the time, again, like he had earned that sort of right. contract. Uh, Kyler Murray didn't deserve that kind of money he got. Sean Watson, Watson didn't, didn't deserve, deserve the kind of money he got. So in in order to have any sort of quarterback, you're going to have to pay that. And so right. I think the Ravens will come to their senses. I do too. They've uh, they've seen the well, alternative, and it's Tyler Huntley, and it's bad. So well, their offense coordinator, I don't know if he got fired or quit. I don't I remember. He's, he's he'd been there a long time. And he too, he was Craig kind Lemon. of the fallout guy. It's not his fault what happened with their offense. Mm-hmm. It, it's not his fault they don't have wide receivers. Wide receivers don't want to play with Lamar because he runs mm-hmm. around so much. He yep. doesn't really. I don't know. It just odd situation. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Hollywood Brown wanted out of there. Yeah. He ends up in Arizona. I mean, they have a great tight end, Mark Andrews. But, sure. yeah, they're, they're a wide receiving core is not good at all. No. They, they can run the ball real well right. as a team, but right. uh, passing the thing is going to be an issue. Right, right. But uh, had an interesting round of games this weekend in the in the divisional playoffs. So, Kansas City beat Jacksonville in a somewhat close game. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville just could not take advantage of even a injured Patrick Mahomes being out for – most of the second quarter. Um, Chad Henney looks pretty your good. Your boy Chad Henney coming in. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting how teams can have quarterbacks get hurt in their uh, backup comes in and it doesn't look that much different. Yeah. Can't say the same in Miami. Can't say the same in most places, I would most say. Most places. But, but. but there's a couple that that's how they run things. Uh, so Kansas City's going to host the AFC Championship yet again. This is their fifth straight AFC Championship appearance. Nauseating. They will face the Cincinnati Bengals, who went into Buffalo on Sunday and just manhandled the Bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only did they commit no penalties the whole game, they are penalty-free, which is saying something on both sides of the ball. They just controlled the line of scrimmage on offense and defense all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Remember how bad their offensive line was uh, pre this past offseason yes. when they completely fixed it. And they were missing a few starters yesterday too. And yep. it was just next man up. Yep. Um, Burrow, I think is past Josh Allen. I think he's the second best quarterback in the AFC. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think they're both great. I think they're mm-hmm. both top five quarterbacks. Burrow's going to get paid like one this offseason. Cincinnati's ready to do it, which good for them. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that sets them apart, and, and I do have another side note on Buffalo, is Burrow, the light shine, the brighter the light shine, better he does the guy That's just sure. he's just a gamer he's got something in him he's got some moxie some confidence even a little cockiness but he backs it up mm-hmm. um Allen did struggle a little bit yesterday and the, and the bills kind of struggled down the stretch after winning eight in a row at one point but they had <clears> one of the most bizarre years i've ever seen in the nfl not only the the mar hamlin stuff of course but also they had a game in which they were facing the browns they had to get moved to detroit Mm-hmm. That which they won anyways, but they had to get moved to Detroit because of the snow. And then they had some other really big injuries this year, including one at the time, which a lot of guys weren't making a big deal about Von Miller. I mm-hmm. think that really hurt them down the stretch. They had no pass rush whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had lost three games by a total of eight points uh, yeah. this year. And then they lose by 17 right. in the um, divisional round. They are a team that I don't think is built to win in January or February yet. They need some sort of running game. They ran out of the shotgun You're right. You're right. 14 times yesterday, picked up one first down off of it. Um, Allen, I think he regressed. He led the NFL in red zone turnovers through 14 total interceptions. 
Didn't look great yesterday. Did not look good the week before against the Dolphins. Um, he he's he's turned into um, what he people think he is. Who Joe Burrow is? Who he, he's this cocky guy, but he backs it up. Josh Allen's whiny. He he is the whiniest quarterback outside of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, in the NFL right now. He's he, he's kind of dirty. He whines more than any quarterback. Um, he has not backed it up. You can't lose at home in the snow by 17. I, I expect the whiny comment from a Dolphin fan. I do. I do. Um, yes. Well, just, just watch him next year. <laughs> just watch because, I mean, he, I'll have he, to he pay more close attention. Year, but. Uh, I, but I do agree. They don't have anything to win snow games besides his arm strength. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I still think they'll be a contender in the next few years. I oh, think they'll, sure. they'll make a Super Bowl here in the next five years. I'm sure. But um, yeah, I was surprised. I thought I, that was the game I was most uh, looking, most forward looking to, mm-hmm. looking forward to most. Excuse me, I can't talk on this Monday night. Looking forward to most out of all of them, but it, it was it was just the shellacking. Yeah, yeah, it was it, from the jump, fourteen nothing. Um, Bills never really got back in it. Nope, couldn't get a stop when they needed to. Offense wasn't good when they needed them to be good. Well, the Bengals just shows you what can happen when you get the right quarterback. I mean, they were the worst team in the league three years ago. Yeah. Um, even when we were in college, they'd make the playoffs with Andy Dalton and, you know, um, Marvin Lewis, yeah, Marvin Lewis, that whole era, they'd make the playoffs, but they couldn't win a game. Yeah. Um, even with Carson Palmer before him, but now there's a real deal in it. I know we'll make our predictions here in a bit, but it wouldn't shock me if they go into Arrowhead for the second straight year and come out AFC mm-hmm. champions. Um, the Saturday night game was also shellacking. The Eagles really took it to the giants. And, and that was one, a lot of the media, including myself, was kind of picking the Giants to pull the upset. I was just kind of thinking, you know, the Eagles didn't look great week 18. I know Hurts will be more healthy now, but it's like, you know, the Giants probably have some momentum winning in Minnesota last week, but Eagles jumped on them and mm-hmm. never let go. Yeah, the only reason I think people were picking the Giants is because of the uh, New York bias, uh, especially be. with the uh, with the national media. Uh, I, I never saw – I never thought Giants could put up enough points, especially in Philadelphia. Um, and they didn't. I mean, it was twenty-eight nothing at one point, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that that doesn't surprise me. Um, Brian Dable, heck of a football coach. I think they need a better quarterback there in order to take him to the next level. Jones is never going to want to win you a Super Bowl. I think I you think. give him a two-year deal, though. Sure, you can try it again next year. I I think there'll be a team that falls back into that seven and ten range next year. Uh, Sa- Saquon's a free agent, I believe. Um, He's not going anywhere. They'll wrap. So, they'll wrap they, him up. You you wouldn't think. I wouldn't um, think you know, but, not too many times your running backs hit the market. Yeah, r- running backs need to take as much money as they can get because they're not going to get another contract after their second one. So it's true. Yeah. So more times than not, we see running backs get traded later mm-hmm. on than we do them leaving via free agency. But uh, the Eagles are going to host the NFC Championship for the first time and since. Uh, when they made it with Nick Foles and up beating the Patriots, Minnesota. they hosted against Minnesota, mm-hmm. which should have been against New Orleans, but um, that's yeah. another story. Um, and they will be facing the San Francisco 49ers who won a pretty close game, a touchdown game over the Dallas Cowboys last night. So the Cowboys 26 years now, mm-hmm. 26 seasons, I should say they have not made at least the conference championship. Yeah. They, they have the most playoff appearances without, a conference championship appearance the streak i think it's 12 straight or yep. not 12 straight but 12 years um, or 12 playoff teams since they've been um 12 playoff appearances excuse me yeah there you they've, go uh, been i think the second team is the Dolphins with 10 um it's been so long since they've even won a postseason game uh but uh i don't think they're a team that can win a quarter or win a uh world Se- world series good <laughs> win a super bowl with <laughs> with Dak Prescott, um, wouldn't surprise me. Jerry says he's not going to fire McCarthy, but uh, that uh, that play call at the end uh, where Zeke lines up as uh, center and uh, just gets demolished, and then it was the worst play call ever. Teams are interviewing Kellen Moore this week too, um, and he's the one that called. And Dan it, Quinn, Dan Quinn's been getting interviewed too. I think. I think Dan Quinn's the bigger loss for them than Kellen sure. Moore because Dan Quinn's had that defense. Before he got there, their defense were some of the worst in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now they're some yeah. of the best year in, year out. So Yeah, my, Micah Parsons my, is probably the best defensive player in the NFL right He's now. Really I mean, good. just watching him toss 6'8", 330-pound Mike McGlinchey out of the um, – just in the air yesterday. 
yeah. on a pass rush. Uh, it was pretty, pretty incredible. But uh, yeah, um, doesn't break my heart to see uh, the Cowboys lose. Um, Breaks Skippy's heart. Still have to hear about them all the time. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm so sick of that. Yeah, they are America's team. They get talked about every year. It's the same thing. They every have a pretty week. good regular season. Yep. Everybody hypes them up. Playoffs. They might win one game, but that's going to be all you're getting. Yeah. I I saw like is the Cowboys Super Bowl window closed? When was it ever open? I mean, they won their first playoff game in how long? Last we were year, or last three week. years old. Yeah, three in 1995. The last time they did anything in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> we're Ridiculous. thirty. You're it's, about to be thirty-one. Yeah. It, it's they're they're the Knicks of the yes NFL. yes you have to hear about them all the time never win anything in mlb i hate saying it but it's, yankees are coming up on that doorstep probably haven't done anything since i mean they make playoffs and, and they make the alcs once in a while but haven't been to world series since 09 yeah. i mean for somebody who gets talked about who i guess who else it used to be the dodgers we could talk yeah, about a lot couldn't do it one. but then they won one so yeah I don't know who else you put in that category in MLB. I, I can't think of else. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, who are you predicting wins the NFC and the AFC this weekend? This will be the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week. I think the Super Bowl matchup will be the Cincinnati Bengals against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, two teams that have been in it in the past five years. Uh, one won it and one did not. Um, and I think I might take old, uh, I'll talk about it in a few weeks, but I think I'd take old Joe Shiesty to win that one. Yeah, it would be huge for the, uh, huge for the city of Cincinnati. That's for sure. Skyline chili will be pouring out of every window. <laughs> I love myself some Skyline chili. Into the sewer where it belongs. I know you don't like it, but I love myself some Skyline chili. J-Man's Book of British Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Well, I think we are going to get a uh, rematch from Super Bowl 23 of the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals, and the San Francisco 49ers. That'd be uh, pretty incredible to see uh, old Brock Purdy. They say Jimmy G could be back. Would you bench Brock Purdy for Jimmy G right now? You got a good thing going. You got good momentum going. Uh, Grapple's there in case you need him. If if Purdy's really struggling or gets hurt, it's a good situation to have. Um, And it'd be incredible to see both road teams get it done. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I wouldn't put Jimmy G either. Uh, What are your thoughts on this incredibly stupid idea the NFL is trying to concoct where – both championship games will be played at a neutral site. Don't like it. Um, I'm Stupid. very glad. I'm very glad that I'm glad that's we didn't see the Bills win yesterday mm-hmm. just for that point yeah. because I knew once you open up that can of worms, the NFL's gonna be like, oh, we can make more money. We love it doing yeah. this. Um, no, no, just leave it. Leave it be. Why do yeah. we have to mess with stuff? Yeah, for for one, neutral site games, the crowd's not nearly as good, in my opinion. Um, the, it, for one, it hurts the season ticket holders. Yes. Hurts, hurts the fans of each team. Um, no other sport does that. No other sport does it. It's so stupid that yep. the NFL would, and hopefully the owners are like, no, we're not going to no. do that. But the yep. owners will, uh, kneel down, bow down before Roger Goodell, um, before they do anything. So I, I know we live stupid. in a money driven world when it comes mm-hmm. to anything, but it's just like. It's a little off topic, but it's just like the NCAA tournament, even proposing to expand the field of 68. Why? Why are we messing with this? Yeah. You I mean just, 96? Yeah, expand it from 68 is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, from 68, to, okay. To gotcha. 96. Why? I mean. Yeah. You'd, you'd see teams like Georgetown get in. <laughs> they don't deserve to get in. Exactly. I mean, the, the Big Ten would have – 11 of the 14 teams or 12 of their 14 teams. At least 11 of the 14. Uh, yeah. Just no, just it's fine how it is. I didn't even like when they expanded from 64 to 68. I wasn't mm-hmm. a fan of that. Now I've got used to it. Now I like it. I like the first four. Yeah. Just, just stop. Just don't mess with it. Agreed. It's the best postseason there is in sports. Agreed. Just stop. Do, do, does the best team 
win all the time? Absolutely not. More years than not, the best team doesn't win at all. That's what makes it fun, though. And that it, it literally takes away, like, wow, what's the point of trying to get the number one ah. seed then? You know, you yeah. might get, you, you'll get one home playoff game. That's it. Yep. yep. Stupid. Yep. Uh, just, just leave it alone, NFL. Yep. Just, just leave, leave it alone. alone. Just leave it alone. And you've already expanded the playoffs. We're good with that. Just leave it alone. Yep. Leave it alone. I have some word association here for you. It is college. It's actually Big Ten football related. So, two weeks ago, I went back and did the number one recruit on recruiting rankings for rivals in basketball Mm -hmm. uh, in the Big Ten. Uh, For football, it was a little. It was a little difficult. The first couple are, but I just went back and went like in the top one hundred. Just found a notable guy. A lot of them are the first one of the Big Ten. Uh, but starting with Beanie Wells. Beanie, one of the more fun names to say. Uh, <laughs> real good Ohio State Buckeye running back under Trestle, Jim Trestle era. Went to the Arizona Cardinals, maybe even another team. Bounced around a little bit in the league. Didn't really stay long in the NFL, but good college back under Trestle. Those are just loaded teams, loaded offenses. Yeah. Brian Hartline, I think Ted Ginn Jr., if I'm not mistaken. Troy Smith, Beanie Wells. I'm sure I'm missing others, especially yeah. on the line. Yeah. Brian Hartline is a rising star in the yes, coaching yes. ranks. He'll yes, get a head he coach job here soon, probably. Yep. yep. Um, a lot of people forget this was a Big Ten recruit at one time, Ryan Mallett. Ryan Mallett, yeah, Michigan. Before uh-huh. he transferred to Arkansas, he could sling it. NCAA football on uh, PS3, he could sling the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who was Michigan's quarterback that he couldn't beat out? I don't who think was- it was Kate Forcier, was it? No, he comes later in this list, um, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, um, Chad Henney was gone by that yeah. point. Gosh darn it, yeah, who was gone. that guy? Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, Malik sling it, but he couldn't He couldn't win the job. Um, Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor, a uh, good one at Ohio State, and but turned into wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, he was part of that tattoo ring scandal. Of uh, Jim Trestles, they end up getting Trestle while he kind of quit before he got fired. But so that's kind of what he's known as. But he was a good one in in the line of many good Ohio State quarterbacks. You know, you had Troy Smith, you had Trail Pryor, you had Braxton Miller, who then turned into wide receiver. J.T. Barrett, Cardell Jones, um, Justin Fields, and C.J. Stroud, just one after the uh, next, after the next, after the next. You had good guys transfer out of there. Joe Burrow transferred out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Tate Martell, he never ended up being anything. He transferred out of Ohio State. And Joe Burrow, people forget, wanted to go to Nebraska. Scott Frost said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's funny how Ohio State tries to claim Joe Burrow now. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of the same as Alabama trying to claim Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah. they, they benched him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, yeah. Speaking of Ryan Mallett, he was Chad Henney's backup in 07. Henney? Okay. And then he transferred because Stephen Threat won the job. I don't remember him at all. Huh? Well, it was Rich Rod's first year, and they went three and nine, so it didn't go very well for him. Oh, but, Rich Rod. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tate Forcier. He was one of the first quarterbacks I remember watching live. It was either him or it could have been the other one. They played two quarterbacks that era. He would come up and smack his hands before the snap, huh? like a shotgun. He'd really smack him out, and then he'd catch it with two hands. He was like, the, now you see it all the time. He's the first all quarterback the I remember kind of seeing alive. Like, yeah. that's different. That's really annoying, actually. <laughs> uh, Devin Gardner. Devin Gardner. Um, yeah. He, uh, I remember he ended up wearing, like, number 98. That's quarterback his uh, last year yeah. there at Michigan. That's kind of what I remember him for, but he came shortly after Shoelace uh, Robinson, and they just kind of had those mobile quarterbacks there for a little while. Yeah. I think he's doing Detroit Lions TV now. I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, year. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Braxton Miller. I just kind of talked about him earlier. He was a good Ohio State quarterback, then ended his Ohio State career as a wide receiver. And that nasty spin move week one against Virginia Tech. And they're saying Miller for Heisman. Miller for Heisman because he put up a great, great game. Didn't have that great of a season, but ended up getting drafted. I mean, all well, JT Barrett did not get drafted, but Cardell Jones got drafted. Uh, (laughs) Braxton Miller got drafted by the Houston Texans. And that was kind of a hybrid player for a while. But he was just, like I said, in in that long line of good Ohio State quarterbacks. 
Uh, this team was not a member of the Big Ten then, but it uh, they became a member. Uh, Stephon Diggs with Maryland. I don't really remember him too much in Maryland. Of course, he's really good in the pros, but uh, he was the number eight overall recruit in his wow. graduating class. Yeah, was he from the East Coast? From Maryland? I don't. I don't know. I uh, I assume so. Um, Maryland's always but... been able to recruit pretty well in football, but I didn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to them until they joined the Big Ten. So, uh, Christian Hackenberg. Didn't live up to the hype at Penn State. Uh, did get drafted by the Jets, but uh, was okay at Penn State. But he was hyped up as like one of the highest rated recruited quarterbacks we'd seen in a long time in Big Ten country, at least. And mm-hmm. just never, never was the yeah. guy. The beginning of his name sums him up well. He's a hack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jabril Peppers could do it all for Michigan. Then went to the went to the Browns, and um, he was part of the. What part of what, what he was traded to the Giants for somebody? Why am I blanking? Or he was part of the NFL um, trade. Yes, I rem- I remember he was traded to the Giants for yeah. OBJ. Thank you, thank you. Wow, the there's a guy I forgot about yeah. already. Yeah, but Peppers could do it all. He could cover people in college. He could turn kicks, turn butts, and I think he even played a little wide receiver at times. If I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah. Charles Charles Woodson esque. Yeah, I'll never forget the Big Ten hyping him up. Yeah. As a Heisman candidate, yeah. and I don't think he finished in the top five. But even no. day of, they're hyping it up. Right. Um, Jerome Baker. Jerome Baker? I, I couldn't <laughs> tell you who he played for. <laughs> oh, that hurts me deeply. Illinois. No, he's Ohio State, but he's been the Dolphins' best linebacker for four <laughs> years now. I, I couldn't tell you who he played for. I couldn't tell you he played for the Dolphins. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Number 55 for the Dolphins. Uh, Shows how relevant the Dolphins are. You know, are. that happens too a lot to me. Like, Broncos, I think I have a good linebacker. And I'll say something. I mean, you might know who yeah. he is because I talk about him enough. People are like, who? I go, who's that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Ray, um, Sean yeah. Gary. Rayshon Gary. Um, I'm blanking on the team he played for, too. Michigan. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh man. That that shows you how little I've been following football recruiting the last couple of years. Um I blame Daryl. You, you should know the next you should know the next two. Chase yeah. Young. Well yeah, Chase Young was a beast at Ohio State. And mm. did he even he did play for the commanders a little this year, didn't he? At the very end, did he come back from injury? Because no he was yeah, out for the year, really, for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, he was a beast in college. Uh Micah Parsons. Yeah, you said might be the best defense player in the NFL, and he was a beast at Penn State. You knew from watching one game, it's like, this guy's going to be stood the next level. Linebacker yeah. you there, Penn State. He's, I'd say he's the best Big Ten player in the NFL right now, even more so than T.J. Watt or um, yeah, the Watt family, I should say. But Yeah, yeah, um, at least on defense. Two, yeah. two, yeah, two more here. Garrett Wilson. Good Ohio State wide receiver. They had a crazy wide receiver core just a couple years ago with him, Alave, Harrison Jr. Um, Then the other one I have trouble pronouncing his name. Um, He's next on the list, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll just throw him in here. They're both really good wide receivers. Uh, Garrett Wilson, good by the Jets. For a while, they thought he could be Mm -hmm. in the rookie of the year conversation. He won't win it, but still very good. Uh, Somebody the Jets can actually – Jets haven't had a reliable wide receiver in a long time. So he can be the first Long one time. of those. Okay. And then uh, the other guy, yeah, he's he – Jackson was Smith to, and, and Jackson, Jigba. He was the one to set out the playoff game against Georgia, but um, don't think it really would have mattered. And, uh, yeah, he'll he'll be a good player at the next level, I'm sure. Yep. That will do it for – That was a good list. And that's going to do it for the Word Association, like Josh just said, which is brought to you by, like it has been the last few years of the podcast, Performa Print 2 Promo Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performa Print 2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be a one-source print and promotional company by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call today at 574-210-3815. And once again, we didn't manage our time very well, so we will talk about Big Ten hoops, but not in as much length as we were hoping. Um, I do have a question. I guess I want to make sure I get to. It's from our good friend Evan Webb sent me this today. Um, now, of course, my phone's making me unlock it here. Um, all right. I want to get it word for word right here, so I'm going to read it. Um, 
to do with the Big Ten, of course. Um, he said, aside from Purdue and Minnesota, every Big Ten team has between three to five wins. Do you think that shows more parity or mediocrity in the conference so far this year? Um, I'm leaning towards mediocrity uh, after watching teams play here the past, uh, well, really for six weeks or so, it seems like it's been mired in mediocrity. Um, had some teams have some big wins, get up, get ranked, and then lose immediately and fall out of the rankings. Uh, Purdue's the only team ranked. There's four or five receiving votes, Indiana, uh, Michigan State, Illinois. Uh, Rutgers, even, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Rutgers was receiving votes. Um, I I think there is, there is parity in the fact that I think we'll see eight, nine, ten, or nine, eight, nine, or ten, probably not ten, uh, teams in the uh, – NCAA tournament. You but, think uh, still, you still if, think they'll get that many, huh? I, I, I. There's opportunities, especially on the road, to win. Now, I don't think Michigan State will make it. I don't think Wisconsin will make it. I don't think Northwestern will make it. There might only be five <laughs> teams that I think right now, um, yeah, are probably lo- maybe not locks, but uh, cemented themselves as probably pretty safe right now. And even those teams, one lost to Indiana at home on Thursday. Um, and Indiana team has lost a home to Northwestern. So those are the kind of teams that I think are pretty safe right now, but uh, it can, it can definitely change. Well, I think what could hurt the big 10 in terms of how many teams are getting into tournaments, like the big 12 is so stacked this year, they could take yes. most of that conference. There's other conferences that are really stacked this year. Whereas in yeah. the past is big 10's either been one or two behind AC. ACC is not stacked this year. Yeah. Um, uh, the big 12 average net ranking for all their teams is 28. Yeah. Yeah. Which is absurd. The next closest is the Big Ten at 51. Yeah. They're loaded. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and the Big Ten's just a grind. I mean, you see, especially when you have the three-game weeks. I mean, I saw it with Purdue yesterday. They just looked worn down, worn down at the end of that mm-hmm. Maryland game, which they were escaped to win. You know, you'll take it. Absolutely, it's still a win. But now they finally get a break until Thursday when they got to go to Ann Arbor, and then they host Michigan State for the second time in two weeks. Um, but they just looked worn down. You know, they played Michigan State on Monday. Then they traveled to Minnesota on Thursday. Then they hosted Maryland. They just looked tired. So that's the Mm -hmm. second time they've done that three games. I think they're done with those finally. So, um, and and Purdue's played more road games than they have home. They have more home games remaining than they do road games. And then they've won all their road games so far. So let's keep chugging along. The Big Ten needs to look at their officiating. They've been needing to do it for years, but <laughs> yeah. they, but like I, I'm not saying the officiating's bad, although a lot of people think it's bad. I just think the the way they call games, there's a reason why the Big Ten can't win a national title. Um, they call the game so much differently in the NCAA tournament than they do uh, during Big Ten play. Uh, the yep. officials, hundred percent, it does not help. Hundred percent, hundred Real quick, going through games here: Northwestern, Wisconsin, tonight. Northwestern's up six at half. I'm taking Northwestern. I agree. Give me Northwestern. Uh, tomorrow night we have Penn State at Rutgers. Rutgers. Uh, give me Rutgers at home. Ohio State at Illinois. Illinois bounces Both back. Teams need it. I agree. I think Illinois bounces back. Matt Meyer is uh, he was sick all week last week, and I think he'll be healthy. Wisconsin at Maryland Wednesday. Uh taking Maryland. I think Wisconsin slides. I do too. Give me Maryland. Uh, Northwestern at Nebraska. I'll take Northwestern. Nebraska's played nine Big Ten games already. Uh, give me Nebraska. Give, give me Nebraska at uh, at home. Indiana at Minnesota. Indiana. Yeah, give me Indiana. I'll just do one more here. Purdue at Michigan. Uh, place will be rocking. Michigan usually drains threes all night long on Purdue up there, but I think Purdue gets it done on the road. Give me Purdue. I don't think Michigan's very good. I don't either, but Saturday, it, I've I'll seen it too many games. times. Uh, any rank? Well, there's only one team that's ranked, I guess. There's no ranked games <laughs> in the Big Ten. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're all they're all intriguing matchups, really, because they are all. And I think I think Purdue gets it done against Michigan State at home. I agree. They've had they've had good luck against Michigan State in general, but especially at home last few years. It's yeah. up in East Lansing where you know it's going to be a nail biter. So I think they'll get it done oh, on yeah. C- CBS and the prelude to the to the um, AFC championship later tonight. So. Yep. yep. All right. Anyway, that birdie bogey. Birdie or bogey. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. It's about to start Ever. his f- fifth consecutive conference championship game in his fifth of his career. There are five guys who have played in more, started in more conference championship games since the AFL merger in 1970. 
There are five of them. I have to get four for uh, for a birdie four or for, for a par. Four for a par. I'm making okay. it tough. We're making it tough on each other this year. Um, Tom Brady. He is one. Uh, Terry Bradshaw. He is two. Joe Montana. He is three. Okay, I need one more for a par. Um, these players have six or more. Um, anyone recent? Can't think anyone recent. Um, Roger Staubach. Yes, you got yourself a par. Got his par. Okay, you're at least ahead of me. Chance. Um, Jim Kelly. Got a par. Shoot. Guess. Elway, you want to help him out with this? Oh man, that makes me mad. Hey, you're one over. I'm two over. So you, you got yourself Shoot. a lead. I, f- I failed you, Jimmy. All you could have done is just look behind me and just, just wasn't even thinking John Elway. I should have because he he lost a bunch of them early and then won. Yeah, one two. Uh, yeah. Well, lost a bunch of Super Bowls, I should say. But then yeah. uh, ended up winning two Super Bowls. Yep. That upsets me. But uh, thanks for watching the Tan and J Man Show. We will be back at it next Monday with another episode. Have a fantastic week, everybody.